Holy shit, Matt, play the Star Spangled Banner. It's the 60th episode of the Super Mega Podcast. <sighs> 60 whole episodes. That oh. is six episodes ten times. Or ten episodes six times. You know, simple multipli- multiplication, dude. Yeah, dude. Or that's 30 episodes two times. Good or job. Or 15 episodes four times. You're doing it. There you go, that's dude. Or 60 dude. episodes one times. Yeah. So, uh, guys, welcome back. We are right now. Uh, our channel is on a one-week hiatus. Besides this podcast, because we ain't gonna stop peddling out this glorious podcast. But we're gonna be back Tuesday, so don't worry. Yeah, Tuesday we're... with uh, a a new brand rollout. It's gonna look a little different. Um, some you know thumbnails are. I don't want to give too much away. Ain't but... gonna be too much different though. We're just experimenting just with some uh, some new art styles, trying some stuff out. Um, so we hope you guys like that. We like it, and we're excited for it. Yeah, so what, what should we what should we go on? What do you want to talk about? Well, uh, let's just talk about It right off the bat. We we both went to go see the movie It. Yeah, we star, saw the movie It. Starring Bill Skarsgård. It was, it was good. And Finn Wolfhard, our friend Finn. Yeah, and Wyatt uh, Ol- Olentown. <laughs> Wyatt Olentown. <laughs> uh, good movie. I, I really liked it. It's a good it was horror movie. D- very fun. Well, like, I don't know if I'd categorize it as a horror movie, though. Like, it had horror elements, but it was more so kind of like the coming of age story stuff going on like if you think about like if you take the movie and i guess splice out all the horror parts that's like not that much of the film i guess yeah um but like it was i liked it first of all i thought it was very entertaining like a fun fun. haunted house type movie it's like a roller coaster um all the kids in it you know uh they did a really superb job yeah, they were all fantastic actors, especially uh, Finn and Sophia. Yeah, and good job, Wyatt guys. and the kid who plays Eddie. Just all of them. Just a good, a good bunch of actors. Yeah. Um. Did it? Did it scare you at all? Oh yeah, it did scare me at several parts. Freaked yeah. me out. Um. It, it was more of like a not like a jump scare type of scare, but more of like a uh, kind of a shocking like oh my god. Yeah, because most of the, well, all of the jump scares you kind of predict because every kind of scene that showcases a jump scare follows the same path as the previous scene, kind of. You know, like, yeah, it's normal. Something odd happens. Some, you know, the kid kind of fixes the situation or sees what's going on. Silence and then bam. So that's yeah. kind of usually how it's set up in the movie, which, you know, I if there's one thing I wish like sometimes there was a like a little more inventive jump scares or a little more inventive scares because it kind of followed the same path every time. But other than the scares not, like, being too scary, I really enjoyed the film. And that that's probably why I actually kept my eyes open during it because I'm a big baby. Yeah, you you were a little scared before time because I, people... I hate jump scares. Yeah. yeah but I mean... these jump scares didn't bother me because they didn't feel, I don't know, they weren't as jarring as other ones. Like, yes, the loud sound still plays. Yeah, but and... it wasn't like a lot of, it, they weren't like cheap jump scares. Yeah. Like how a lot of horror movies will just pack the movie with just these cheap jump scares that are just like every 10 seconds. It's like, I kind of wish that they didn't use that sound effect because other ways they use the sound design to create the jump scare was good. Like uh, not a spoiler, but like when uh, the walkie talkie sound was the jump scare. Like I like when when it's that when it's like normal noises, you know, when oh, the walkie-talkie yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of changes channels or turns on a signal or someone's calling in. And it's loud. Yeah. It goes, <laughs> like that. That's fine. But I don't know, just something about the dung. I'm like, uh, hmm. We should make a movie and uh, the jump scares, like it's not a horror movie. It but it frequently has jump scares 
where just a, an old man on a green screen pops up and goes, boo! <laughs> and then disappears again. Yeah. And he'll go, see you soon! Bye-bye! And then the movie continues, and then like 25 minutes later, boo! <laughs> Did I scare you? And then, he get, and then he goes away. Yeah. And then later on in the movie, he does it again. I, I'm trying to think, like, have any other good... Like, I have. I don't see that many horror movies that come out just because they all look stupid. <laughs> I mean, but, you're not um, wrong. <laughs> yeah, but has there been a horror movie this year that... You've liked? That I've seen? <laughs> um, I think the, horror movie the last year. true horror movie I saw was Boo, A Dia Halloween. <laughs> that, was, that was horrific in the way that uh, we were... Miserable, mostly like throughout the show. That was some true horror. I we're, do have to say, we're gonna see number two. We are seeing two. That comes out this year for this Halloween, right? Yep. Oh, that's soon. Man, they pump that shit out. Yeah, because it's horrible quality. They just make that. Have fast. you seen the trailer? I have not seen the trailer actually. It's awful. I watched it after this it podcast. Is awful. And then uh, next week's podcast, I'll I'll give my review on the trailer and what I thought. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. But um. So I mean, just to wrap it up, I guess for me, just it. Was a fun time. I had a lot of fun with it. Got a good amount of laughs. Yeah, it was I feel, actually really I feel, funny. I feel like for for me at least, it was worth the ticket price. Like I had a good time in the theater. I went to go see it again specifically because I know after opening weekend the theater won't be full, and it's one of those movies that's fun to see with a crowd of people. It's one of those movies. Yeah, where it's more inter- it's it becomes more entertaining the more people that you're around, and if, and if those people are susceptible to like cheap scares and and eerie situations and stuff. Yeah. And you already know what's coming because I've already seen it the first time. It's kind of fun to kind of feel the reaction of the yeah, audience. Yeah, and I'm, I mean, we're going to see it. I'm going to see it twice, and you're going to see it for a third time with all the all the Grumps crew. So yeah, excited for that. But um, but yeah, overall, good movie. I would recommend seeing that. Um, so that's all our scary clown talk. Hey Matt, we're gonna play a game. Let's play a game, dude. It's called <gasps> Pick a Segway. Now you got this red oh! Segway. It looks really shiny, right? Then we yes! got this blue Segway. Okay, Ooh. but this blue Segway has a horn. See, it kind of sounds like my voice doing a horn noise. That yeah. Now we got this green Segway. Now this green Segway has three fucking wheels. Okay. So which Segway are we taking, man? I'm taking green because right now, because okay, here's the thing, real quick. Before we take that Segway, okay. People, you know, you have a, a favorite color. My favorite color has never been the same. My favorite color literally changes like every few weeks. M- mine changes depending on what we're talking about. Like, mine changes when, depending when on my mood. Like. I don't think I have a favorite color in gen, like maybe in general I have a favorite color, but like if I'm playing a video game, depending on how the video game's graphics or shaders are oh, doing, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I'm like, I like blue in this game more than I like green in this game. Right. Like, or if I'm watching a movie and I like like the different tones, like this color, I don't know. It's just like, it's always kind of a uh, subjective in terms of uh, what I'm doing and shit like that. I've never had one color that's been my favorite color, but I've always loved white. And white, black. White, yeah, those are I, I just, just like neutral. I just very neutral colors. I mean, you know me. I, I wear mostly black. Mostly so. black. Yeah, that's the Ryan McGee look. Um, <laughs> I should add some more color. Line. Uh, yeah. Dude, we should make a fucking commercial for like your like a really nice American Eagle Urban Outfitters commercial for the Ryan McGee clothing. Look, line. I'm telling you, Banana guys, Republic. if I started my own clothing store, it would be the most comfortable shit. Like, think about going walking to a clothing store. It's a bunch of these type of shirts, but like in all different there's colors. Plain black t-shirts. Like, there's plain shit. black t-shirts, but there's plain white t-shirts. It's just plain shirts. That's all it is. There's no logos. And then there's an assortment of different designs, Ooh. and then just plain gym shorts. And then you have just a plethora of different material flip-flops and sandals. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. Yeah. Um, But... And hats. Definitely Bunch of hats. hats. Today, my mood, Ryan, my mood is green. 
Green is my favorite color out of those, so let's get on the green segue. Okay, here we go. Whoa, dude! Whoa! Whoa, this is a bit janky. I've never, ha I've never ridden one with three wheels before. Three wheels tip easier than two wheels, just saying. Skrrr! I've been playing some Skyrim recently. Skyrim? Yeah. F yeah, dude. Uh, you played before, right? Yeah, I, I played- Did you, like, I, I'm, I'm caught in that whole situation where I keep remaking my character. Over and over again and yeah, restarting? Yeah, but I finally made the character that I'm happy with. You sure about that? He's a dark elf. A dark elf? Yeah. I'm gonna start planting seeds of doubt in your mind, so, like, now that you've started finally enjoying it and feeling comfortable with that character, I'm gonna look over your shoulder and be like, eh, my character doesn't look very, so you're gonna be like, Well, there's one thing. <laughs> like, I love his special attack, but there's one thing he does, like, like minus twenty five percent melee damage, and I'm like, I like using melee weapons. Oh man! But I'd rather have strong magic and a strong like a strong resistance to fire magic than being able to beat up people just a little bit more. Bit. You know just saying. When I played, I made my character a uh, Khajiit. What's it called? Khajiit. Khajiit. I think so. Like, did yeah. I get it right? Really? Yeah, wow. that's the cat one, right? Yeah, yeah. I made mine the cat one. So I'm, yeah. a cat, I'm a cat guy. I thought they looked cool. They they do look cool. Um, I I the lizard people are pretty cool. I wish they had a wolf people. Ooh, that'd be cool. I would love that. Like, if they had dog people, I would definitely do that. This sounds weird. It sounds like we're just, like, setting the stage for, like, a furry talk. God, why, why don't they just say, there's gotta be a mod for Skyrim where you can just be a furry. I'm gonna look that up. A mod where, like, it, there's gotta be mods where they have new races. Yeah. I'm so stupid, I'm gonna have to restart the whole game again. <laughs> Holy shit, wait, I'm gonna look up a mod right now. We're gonna find out live on the podcast if there's a fucking, uh, mod. Here we go, Matt. Are you ready? So this is one of my favorite segments of all time. Here we go. Okay, Let's okay. See. The night spawn. Look at all these mods, bro. Man, I still want that Confederate furry suit. Well, I couldn't find a mod on the spot. Uh, if you guys can send, if you guys can put in awesome Skyrim mods in the comments section, uh, put in like I usually use NexusMods.com. If you can put in a link to that, I already have the Nexus Mod Manager, so it's easy for me to download these mods. Uh, please. And if there's one that allows me to be a dog person, let's do that. And I know you're like, oh, why don't you just be a werewolf in the game? Guys, Ryan, I want to be a dog person. Ryan's looking for epic Skyrim mods. If guys, I could be a on. giraffe person, that would be great. Like, if I could be a pig, no, a pig person. Help Ryan out, guys. Help just him please. get some epic Skyrim mods. He needs these mods, guys. Please, he needs please, these mods. Please, 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 please. Oh, my God. He needs these mods more than he needs. Um, What's the last computer game you legitimately played? Like, probably got kind of addicted to. And played for like a, over five hours. PUBG. PUBG? You yeah. played more than five hours of PUBG? It's when you were out of town. Yeah. Ah. I did. I played I played quite a bit of PUBG. Right uh when like the the week it first came out, I yeah. played a lot of PUBG. And then as soon as I got it, you got bored of it. You yeah. didn't want to play with me. <laughs> no, I, I But it was yeah. okay to play with everyone else but me. I burned through games quick. S especially when I asked you if you wanted to play with me and then you said yes and then you never played with me. That was that was pretty cool too. Well, I mean you can you can take it however you want to take it, Ryan, but I just I got I got bored of it pretty quick. You know, Ryan, maybe it's because I like to uh, divvy up my time into doing intellectual things instead of playing mind-numbing video games. Like sleeping? Like trying fine wines and reading books. <laughs> you and I had wine at the uh, It uh, Theater. We did, dude. When we first I actually, saw I it. like wine a lot. It helped. You have to say. Yeah, I, I think I want to go to the Arclight more specifically just to get buzzed during, like, horror movies or fun movies and shit like that. That was... I've never been drunk in a movie theater. Not while well, I wasn't drunk. I've never been tipsy in a movie theater before. I've never been drunk in a movie theater either. I'm not even tipsy. I was buzzed, but it felt it's good. Just a little buzz, it was nice. Yeah. So we uh, saw a Nintendo Direct taking this in another direction. Yeah, just a new Nintendo Direct just aired. I mean, this won't be relevant in like four days, but it 
Nothing it was surprising. A, it was a disappointing Nintendo Direct. I was expecting something something good. My only like memories I have of Nintendo Directs because they've been really recent. Like the only thing I can always remember is just at the end they just go, and that's it for this Nintendo Direct. And I'm always like, oh, I, I, yeah. Like I, I've I, never been. Whoa. The good ones were when it was uh, Iwata when he, when Iwata did them. Yeah, but those are like the big conference type of ones. Yeah. These are kind of like small mini. Like updates, man. I got I got to pour one out from from my man Iwata, I, Iwata-san, man. I gotta I go home and crack a brew and pour it out for him. Is he dead? Yeah, Iwata died. When did he die? Two years ago? Mm. Three years ago? Two or three years ago? What did he do? Dude, he's he's one of the main Nintendo guys. I'm kidding. Okay, <laughs> fucking joke. for a second I was like, you don't know who Iwata is. <laughs> God, dude, that sucks. When Miyamoto dies, that will be a tragedy. Like Japan will have a a. a a week of mourning for that. Well, the thing that's scary is that all these people have, you know, remained in charge, and I like their, um, more than not, I like their vision, because it's very simple, and they're, like, it's very, the ideas are fun video games. They're not, like, grueling first-person shooters, you know, they're, yeah. they're Mario has a fun hat with eyes, and you throw that hat on other things, or um, Mario has this thing on his back that squirts water. Like, all of all the Nintendo games have been really fun and I'm afraid that when these people start going, it's going to start becoming even like it's corporate right now, but even more corporate to the oh, likes yeah. of how EA and Ubisoft and like how those once, companies handle themselves, especially Activision and shit. Once Miyamoto's gone, then it's going to kind of like just change from yeah. what it was. I yeah. hope that doesn't happen. Like I, after Miyamoto and Reggie, but hopefully they put the company in hands that they trust. Hopefully they have a say in that. I, I hope so. believe they do. I love Nintendo. Man, Nintendo's great. Nintendo is a wonderful, a wonderful company that I will always love unless they do something terrible. Like uh, endorse like terrorist groups or something, but even I, then I, I'd still play Mario. Oh, I'd still play Mario. I mean, I don't see Miyamoto endorsing terrorist groups. It's possible. I'm not going to rule it out. But now endorsing doesn't mean like giving money or anything. It yeah, mean- well, or just giving them a shout out. Like the end of a Nintendo Direct, he shouts out some like terrorist group in Africa or something. Like Iwaka Ten to Six. Iwaka Ten to Six. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so it's one of the worst terrorist groups out there. Are you joking right now? What do you mean? It's in Africa. It's been like the big news for the past like week. No, it hasn't, Ryan. You're pulling the wool over my eyes right now. There's no okay. such thing as Iwaka 10 to 6. Okay. Yeah, like you're bullshitting this right now, and then tomorrow, like some attack is going to happen <laughs> under the name of Iwaka 10 to 6. Iwaka 10 to 6. And they're, it's all going to point to me, and I'm going to be arrested because I predicted it. <laughs> I'm they, never going to They want to know my time traveling powers, but really it was just me making a stupid joke, and then people. Some dumbass saw it online and was like, well, that's a pretty fucking sick name, bro. You walk a 10 to 6. Is, is it 10, like, 10 to 6, like a job? Like, no, T-E-N-D-E. 10 to and then 6, just S-I-X? But Roman numeral 6. Okay, so V-I. Yeah. You walk a 10 to 6. It's, it actually sounds kind of cool, man. You walk a 10 to 6. Yeah, dude. That's a cool terrorist organization. I mean, a cool name. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that out of context. That's a cool terrorist organization. <laughs> Man, I'm genuinely worried nowadays about how hard this ad stuff's coming down on YouTube. Like, I, I get a little um, uneasy even just saying words like terrorist organization because they do have these transcripts that read the videos and judge things based on that. And I'm scared that saying something as simple as that, that'll flag it or lessen the ads at least. Channels that are smaller than us right now are being like, I've seen them being attacked. And it's just like, this is the downfall of YouTube. Like, 100%. a lot of people are lo- like... There's no coming back from this. No, it'll never be what it was when we started Super Mega. 
It'll never. Well, we it, came it, in. It we, even, we came in late to the party with Super Manga. Yeah. Unfortunately, the best time for us to have gotten into this shit was back when you and I were like middle schoolers. Yeah. That was like the best time for like middle schoolers or like early, like high schoolers. I think I think that was the best time being for us successful to really get for our channel to be the most successful. I think probably three or four years ago would have been. I think definitely four years ago. But four or five. Better late than never, guys. You get this you get this good podcast in 2017 instead of 2013. Yep. Uh, those who are listening right now, and we don't upload any more videos, that's pretty cool, right? Yeah, like... Uh, like, like, in the future, when we're not uploading any videos, this channel's dead. It's just a, it's just a catalog of all of our bullshit. There will come a point. That's weird, man. There's gonna be and a someone's point. listening to this exact... Like, someone's gonna listen to this after our channel has stopped and be yeah. like, whoa, this is, this is sad. That's going to be the top comment. I'll be looking for it. It's weird because this is 60. <laughs> you're 60. This is like this channel is a chapter in our life. You yeah. Know? Like where basically it's every day. It's just cataloging and, and it's just little bits of our life where we talk about what's going on in our life. We talk about our opinions at this point in our life. Random bullshit. Dumb, yeah. Inappropriate shit that we're going to look back when we're 40 and be like, oh, God, I wish I didn't say that. But like all of this stuff, this channel I, I think it's cool because, you know, this is our lives. It's, it's being like a time capsule. Exactly. It's like a time capsule filled with Let's Plays. It's a time capsule filled with Let's Plays. <laughs> isn't isn't that what the next generation wants? A time like capsule of a- Let's Plays. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> they played Conker's Bad Fur Day. They played Mario Maker. Oh, damn. It's like, because, you know, our opinions as we get older will change. Our standards will change. Our views on the world will change. Shit like that. More things will happen. And we're going to be waiting on the world to change. Waiting, waiting, waiting on the world to change. But it's like all of this is like encapsulated right now. It's preserved. So there will come a point when there will be a day when it has been 10 years since we've uploaded a video of this channel. Yeah. It will have gone without a new upload in 10 years. And all of these videos will still be here. All these podcast episodes will still be on the internet. Everything we're saying. When we're 70, if the internet doesn't get wiped somehow in some nuclear incident or some shit. Dude, whenever I think about this, it still blows my mind. Like when I'm thinking of... Uh... From this moment right here, 150 years from now, everyone on the planet currently will not exist and will be just a fresh new bunch of people. But this shit we're saying right now could still be listened to 150 years from now. These exact waveforms coming out of my mouth in this exact second. But in 150 years, imagine how much more catalog the internet will have built how much up. More if shit the internet's still around. We'll be buried. I, like, a, a bunch of stuff could be... Look, stu- a, lot of, a lot changed when... I guess it was... Was it early middle school or just elementary school? When was the internet kind of getting super big? Like when was Google and AOL? Or like like when was AOL kind of? Was that like elementary school? Yeah, elementary school. Yeah, so. (sighs) Like late 90s, early 2000s. That should happen fast too. Oh my God, dude, the internet and technology, like the 2000s. I'd, I'd say from 1998 or like 2000, just that period to today. Yeah. The technological... Say 97 or something. Yeah, like 97, 96, around when I was born. From the time I was born to today, technology has just blown up at such an exponential rate. Yeah. It's like before that, it was kind of... It's going up, going up, going up. And then the invention of the internet, everything just shot up. And now I I think it's kind of starting to plateau off again, maybe a little bit. Um, But holy shit, man. We... It's cool that we got to grow up and live through a time period in which the world changed at such a massive fast rate technologically i have to say it was 
I know like people who are older than us, like in their thirties and forties, if, if they ever listen to this, they'd roll their eyes, but still like I'm, I'm talking, I'm speaking from my perspective. Yeah. From our perspective. Like it's, it's hard. I, I, th- I'm glad that I lived in it. I lived in a time where, um, stuff wasn't as convenient as it is today. Yeah. Oh, definitely. like calling your friends on a, like having to remember your friends numbers and like kind of putting them in like a paper address book in your house or searching for their number in a phone book and shit like that. Yeah. Like legitimately pulling out a phone book and looking up like their last name and trying to guess which one is them. And like, I, I would call, I'd call probably the wrong house once or twice by oh, accident. The before. first time I did them like, Oh, sorry, wrong, uh, wrong short or wrong, whatever last name it was. I remember I, uh, I still have some of my childhood friends, phone numbers memorized. I still know them to this day just because yeah. I called them so much on the phone. And, uh, it, it, it's funny because the irony of it is you look back at those times and you're like, Oh, those were simpler times, but they weren't. Because you had to do more work to do certain tasks. So yeah. technically they weren't simpler times. But like hanging out. like but when you I see was, it as simpler times. When I was a kid, we'd go out and explore in the woods for fun. We'd go out into like construction areas and go inside the buildings that were under construction. We'd go out and stuff. ride bikes. Like, hey, uh, you want to ride bike? Sure. Now, now today it's just, I mean, it's it's my fault. Like I could I could get. No, like I could, I could 100% go and ride a bike and stuff. But it's, I, it's more, I, I, I don't think it's. Really, technology is the problem. I think it's my age because when I was a kid, there was just less to do. I couldn't go out and drive places. You know, you didn't have technology. Being like inside today. was a punishment. Yeah. Uh, well, like being inside by my room without electronics and stuff was a punishment. And now today, like it's you can pretty much do anything you want. God, isn't it fucking wild to think that what a smartphone is like this little piece of plastic and glass and computer and shit, this little thing in your pocket, you have the entire world of information at your fingertips it's, any time of the day i can look up anything i want and read about it in the world it's over it's like probably 10 times more powerful than your first computer was your first home computer was oh it's it's more powerful than the the first like spaceships that went to the moon i think it, I, like that's fucking crazy the new iphone 10 looks uh, yeah, it, let's it, talk about the iphone I, 10 I, I like the look the price is fucking ridiculous 999 dollars is a starting price for a consumer level product but as i said that might be like the base price of buying the phone on its own and then if you get like a verizon or something plan it'll knock it down to like 700 still you got it still that's fucking for a phone well i mean iphones have always been in the range anywhere between four to seven hundred dollars and what what makes me mad is they charge this price because they know people will buy it which just keeps making the price go up well like the price is one thing but they're also just they're getting rid of the fingerprint like touch id thing and they're yeah. and they're replacing it with a facial scan tell me how that's gonna work in the dark tell me how that's e- like easier to do it'll probably like how, flash do, how does flashlight on your face a lot something. of a lot of i don't want to flash like it's so easy just to put your thumbprint up on Unlo- the phone. and then every time i have to unlock my phone i have to hold it up to my face and have a flash happen yeah that's so stupid i don't know and then like a certain way you get to certain screens is like a diet like a diagonal downswipe in the top left corner does this like it brings down the control panel and it's like, okay, this is all cool and everything, but I don't know. Apple recently, especially with their decisions um, with like MacBooks and stuff, they've really kind of been hitting a sour point with me. In yeah, terms of, same here. In terms of design and cost. De- yeah, those those are the two things. Honestly, it's design and cost. They their products. Like I like Apple products. I don't hate Apple. Um, I have a MacBook and I use it for editing and work and stuff. And I really they're do great, like it. They're it, great good, uh, personal computers. Yeah, and I love. They're overpriced. 
crazy overpriced. Yeah. But you know, I have an well, iPhone. You're paying for good quality, or at least that's what that that's what the excuse was for all back the years the day, of buying right? Mac and Apple. Because back in the day, it's like Mac was like the fancy computer, and it was like this is the the good, powerful thing. Yeah. That's why it's more expensive. But nowadays, when you can build a computer for a third of the price, that's two times more powerful, or get it assembled for you for the same price, and it's like really good and can do a lot more than a Mac can. They they don't really have the excuse of a high price anymore. I don't think I can go back to like a high end Mac or whatever after having Windows 10 and shit. I mean, just everything that I'm into with in terms of gaming and editing just works a whole lot better. And downloading plugins and like, let's just even say mods, bring it full circle. That's a one thousand a thousand times easier to do. Oh well, on, Windows is more compatible with like everything. Like most things are designed with Windows in mind. So Windows will always be the more compatible thing. But I don't know what it is. I think maybe it's because I grew up with Mac at home because my dad uh, is an architectural illustrator. So he used um, Mac his whole career. And I remember when my dad got his – we got our first family computer. And this was early 2000s. And it was one of those Macs that had the – Big fat back, and it was uh like colored and kind of see through. Yeah, it was like the the. It was like the one. white and then semi transparent back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. So that was like our first family computer. Or, that actually might have been one before that, but I think that's the first one I remember. And um, I don't know. Then we always my my dad always had a Mac. Um, and that's what he did his architectural work off of. So that's what I used for school assignments. That's what I used for fun. That's what I learned Photoshop and editing on. So I have like a special place in my heart for. Apple and the Apple interface. Well, they helped me all throughout my high school career. They, they like, I learned video editing and photo editing and ev- everything like that in terms of what I do today for a living. I learned on a Mac first. Yeah, I like editing on Macs. I really do. I think it's a good computer for editing. I think that you're better off though building a custom computer to edit on. I have not uh, been happier with any computer, um, but like the one you built yeah, yeah yeah i love i love the one i built yeah if i mean if you're looking to get into like video editing um like hardcore video editing you need something that has a good processor and and graphics card and stuff and like certain that certain macs have that but at the base price that you're getting for a really good mac that can handle a lot of rendering yeah you're going to be forking over a lot of money than you could have been spending like, just kind of building it yourself or uh doing what i did and just ordering the ordering someone to build it for yeah. you there's um, there's a lot of things that Windows does better than Mac, and I think there's there's a couple things Mac does better than Windows. Um, for a while, I thought Mac Mac's interface was simpler and easier to manage because for the for uh, when Microsoft introduced uh, what what Windows was it? I can't remember exactly which one. It's the one that made everything turn into blocks, and it was hard to find the eight, control panel. Eight. And shit. I hated that yeah. when that first came out. Like when, eight point one was good, but when eight first dropped, and they made they made it like a like a tablet essentially and i'm like yeah. fuck this this sucks but um i really like the mac layout interface it's like very clean and i like that for that reason but i also really like windows i don't know a lot I of think- people are uh like either one side or the other like hardcore windows hardcore mac honestly i'm kind of fully in the middle between the two of them maybe leaning a little more towards windows me too leaning towards windows as well but i have a preference of if i were to get another laptop i'm probably going to be looking at mac first oh i just i just i just i just like mac Mac laptops more even though they they've done something stupid recently which is kind of hindering my want to buy one right now which is the taking out of the usb ports why did they do that because i mean you can buy the little extra thing or whatever that adds usb ports but it's still 
uh, USB ports. Like, I, I got when they took away the CD drive. I got when they changed the charger cable. The charger cable is their own thing. That's cool. They want to innovate and do something different. And I like the light, uh, the lightning cable. I think is what it's. Oh, called I re- actually really like, like the lightning that's, cable. That's such a that's such a better improvement than from what was before. Yeah. But there's nothing that's really improved as of yet because of this. Maybe in the future they'll be like, oh, I'm so glad that they do this and this is the normal thing now. But USB ports are still used for most of fucking everything from not from certain headsets to hard drives to to mice keyboards everything like usb is something that i don't think is becoming obsolete i could be wrong and maybe it is and i just don't realize it but i get the rise of like usb c it's going to eventually become obsolete but currently there's no need to take it out of a computer because there's a we're not at that point yet there's a necessity to have a base to, to have a base usb port without having to buy any extra at least one yeah. you know and then also same how they took out the headphone jack on the the iphone it's and these like, are and these are on the macbook pro which is like these are like for people that want to do some travel editing and stuff you go like on that, travel like you go travel and like someone gives you a hard drive for something it's like sorry i can't plug this in i have to go buy the accessory i wouldn't be as mad if well if you have the computer the you're gonna buy the accessory probably with does it. it come with the accessory maybe or maybe not but i still think it's ridiculous if you lose the accessory you still have to buy another one i just more things that you have to keep track of it, there's a problem somewhere in that because they took it out for a reason they took out the usb port for a reason i don't know why i'm not into computers that much and i don't know too much about computers to really get into the logistics of maybe yeah. maybe they didn't have enough room or maybe they couldn't but i kind of don't see how they could because you see like Chromecast computers or some of them have USB ports and shit, and they're the tiniest sons of bitches that don't have to do that much. That's the thing. It's like thinner thinner and smaller doesn't mean better. I'd honestly rather have a thick, heavier laptop that has everything I need in it. I do have to say the version of the MacBook before the newer ones is an excellent version that if you're looking for a really good laptop for editing and stuff, I mean, it works for me. I love that touch bar. I love the look oh, of the touch cool. bar on the it's new cool. Macs, and I love the uh, the look of them, but just the whole USB port thing is just kind of a bummer. Yeah. But I, I, I think even if I were to buy um, uh, a laptop, I still would probably bite the bullet and get, like, the additional thing where I plugged yeah. the thing into it. I probably would, too. And that's that's the problem. Yeah. The, we, we are yeah. the problem. But I mean, because and Apple knows that that's Apple knows that that's people's mindset. They're going to get mad about it, but they're still going to buy it anyway and still give them money and they'll still continue to raise prices on things. Yeah. So it's like, that's the problem. Or I could just get a uh, iPad or you can get a, you can get a, you can get a leapfrog, a leapster or whatever they're oh, called. Yeah. Actually, the a laptop that. Uh, no, I've been looking at the Windows Surface. I, I think I really like those computers as just a travel computer. It turns into a tablet and then it, like a computer yeah, I have thing. one. Yeah, like I, I thought you gave it to a uh, Tucker. Uh, oh yeah, I did. I thought I was giving it to him later. I forgot I already gave it to him. Yeah, so Tucker has one. Yeah, so I just liked the feel of it. I went and played around with one in the mall area, and uh, I don't know. That's probably strong competition with the new MacBooks. I actually probably would go with one of those instead. I had the one that I had though. I tried video editing on it, and it was not good. At least well, I wouldn't I do video editing on it. It was really bad for video editing. But uh, everything else was was cool. It was fun. Played yeah. Space Station thirteen on it. Had a good time. That I I just want to travel laptop mainly for movies and stuff like that yeah. or like writing stuff out and I think like editing would help too. But anyway, um, enough on the Mac PC debate. Uh, we did want to bring something up. Uh, as you know, we're on a little hiatus right now because we're trying to rework on branding, and we mentioned a little bit um at the beginning of the podcast. Uh, and she's already said it on Twitter, but we did just want to I guess say it officially. Well, Twitter and Tumblr. So. Yeah, our Channel artist, our uh, wonderful 
amazing, great, beautiful. fantastic, beautiful. Real, real beautiful. Real beautiful. She's a cutie. Oh, yeah. She, um, <laughs> Foolish Captain Kia, uh, she is actually no longer our channel artist. Um, but this is not because we had a falling out or anything like that. We're just trying something new. Still keep in contact. Yeah. We still love that girl. We're still really, like, chill and yeah, shit, so. because every time people, um, stop working together or do different things on the internet with different people, people are always like, something happened, yeah. something happened, there's just drama. Nope. Internet drama. Gotta Believe it or not, it. no drama. We just are trying something new. Just and going with a new style. And that, that I think that's one of the things that I have to commend Kia with in particular is that this could have been like one of those things where it turned weird, but it actually was a very kind of graceful maneuver. Like oh, it was absolutely. very understanding and it's like, hey, we want to take this new direction. It's, it's just kind of like informing a, a a friend of like, hey, I, I just need to I want to change something with a personal thing that I'm doing. And it's like, yeah, that they were helping you out with it before. I was like, oh, OK. And um, so uh, we've loved the work that she's like, oh, my God, done. she's we've, done a fantastic job. On the channel. Go look at those thumbnails, by the way. Look at all those thumbnails. Go, at, go, go, go check her out on Twitter, actually, too. Yeah. Like, give her a follow. She's been... I We cannot stress enough how much she has helped this channel um, make its mark and just kind of get out there because... Um, She's she's done a lot of work with the thumbnails behind the scenes. Some of y'all may pay for the Patreon stuff where you get to see her like draw the thumbnails, but Which every once in a while, like I'll I know you do too, but we'll pop in a stream every now and then just to kind of like watch and see what's going on. Yeah. She's an amazing person to work with. Anyone who is looking for someone that is just very easy to work with and does a and does good quality work, she is the animator for you. Yeah, honestly, if you if you're looking for someone like that. I know Please she, reach out to her. Yeah, because I know she does commissions every now and then. If you're interested in that, remember also, you know, I think look at her Tumblr and Twitter and see if they're open and blah, blah, blah. But if if that's something you're interested in, I I definitely recommend her. She's a wonderful girl. And uh, we actually are still going to um, do some stuff with her in the future, um, whether it be merch or an animation or something along the lines of. So uh, that's just something we want to fill you guys in on. But uh, our new channel artist is a guy uh, goes by Don DeRoRoRo. Um, on Twitter. We're trying something new. Uh, maybe it's a little ballsy, but um, it's something that Ryan and I want to try and we feel good about. So we hope that you guys like it too. But anyways, oh my God, man. Anyway, 2017 is flying by. I know. Like this is just one of those years that just. Whoosh. I mentioned that when we were on our way to Taco Bell, uh, like a few days ago. I don't know why I remember specifically what we were on our way to Taco Bell, but I remember just kind of being taken aback by remembering like all the major stuff that's happened this year and going, wow, it's almost over. Can I tell you something? What? That wasn't a few days ago. That was uh, at the very beginning of the month and we were talking about how- No, like, it wasn't. Like, like, I can't no, believe, it wasn't. No, really, we were thinking, I can't believe August is already over and now September's halfway over. Oh. Like, damn, like life is flying by, dude. Damn. In the Holy words of Ferris shit. Bueller, you gotta slow, slow down and uh, sniff roses. Some shit like that. Rosebud. Ferris Bueller. <laughs> yes. The classic Rosebud from Ferris Bueller. But yeah, this year has been, I mean, it's not, it's, it's of course a long ways from over because we still got like four months or so. Yeah. But still, it's just, I remember New Year's Eve and exactly three what I was doing. Three months, three and, and a half it, months. It just, it did not feel that long ago. Some, what, what I'm wondering is like, because I mean, we're both young. I'm 21, you're 23. And I, I've heard people say this. They say that, you know, as you get older, Life starts to go faster and faster, and you feel shorter and shorter because you know. Well, because you you get into more of a um, rhythm. Yeah. Well, not even only that. It's it's also because you're 
scale of time becomes longer. So when you're two or let's, let's say you're five years old, you know, you've only existed for five years. So a year seems like a really long time. But, you know, when you're 20, you've you've done 20 of those. So a year doesn't seem as long anymore. But now hear me out. I think it's due to the fact like that may be it. But I think it's mainly due to the fact, as I previously said, because when you do when you have a ritualistic kind of lifestyle, you know, get up, go to work, do this stuff. Your brain just kind of starts to kind of turn off remembering things because it's like it starts blending things because it starts blending things together because like oh we're doing this and this but then when it encounters something new then it kind of starts to reinvigorate again and when you're young everything's new yeah you know? so so you're just always like oh this is we're going here we're going here we're doing this blah 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 what I'm excited for is Lululu the the last quarter of the year is always my favorite I thought you'd be like I just can't wait for the last quarter of my life I just can't wait to be on an old man in a bed just waiting to die for the last I can't I honestly can't tell if I'm if I'm excited to be an old man or I'm dreading it I'm dreading it I'm dreading it there's a lot of stuff that you're going to be unable to do and a lot of stuff that's more painful to do and a lot of stuff that you're not going to be able to stop yourself from doing when you're older I'm half dreading it half excited I guess I'm not excited at all. I, I, it's gonna be like I'm not a, excited to die. I don't, don't want to worry die. as much. I don't want to die. Like you, don't, I don't know. You just don't have to worry that much. I guess. Maybe, maybe like you know, you already have all the money you're gonna make in your life already made. But I can't. I can't put myself in that mindset. I'm yeah, young. young. I'm, I'm. I'm young right now. And you know, when I'm older, I'm sure I'll, I'll feel like that. But like, I just know the scary part about it is I know there's gonna be one day where. I'm an old man, and I'm just going to be going, God, life life went by fast. Why didn't Super Mega have more subscribers? <laughs> Damn yeah. it. It's just, it's just, sometimes I, I stay awake at night, and I just, like, I just get this crippling fear of there will be a moment where life fades to black and I'm gone. Like, my eyes will start to close, or my vision will start to, like, blur, and then just, like, within a five-second period, I'm fucking just gone. gone. Life's done, yeah. Like, everything I've experienced is only up... The only way it can survive is if the internet still goes on and if people still remember this, sh- like not this shit, but like me in general. I like I I don't care if people remember me on this type of shit. I I I, I care about kind of like people I'm close to, like oh, friends of and family. It's weird because we're kind of in the first one of the first few generations of people that their memory will be preserved forever or as long as the internet exists because yeah. of the internet. People like us that create stuff online. Like our memory and uh, I don't want to say legacy. It's like our legacy. But what I mean is like our lives and our memories will be preserved after we die because of all this stuff. So we're kind of the first generation that leaves a huge – it's easy to leave stuff behind because you're leaving more footprints on the internet. Yeah. um, But yeah, that's the thing. It's like life is is a a crazy thing and and you only get it once. So that's that's why it's – it's that's a weird thought thinking about like one day you will die it's a crazy ride just uh that's why you gotta make the best of it man gotta fucking enjoy it do fun shit because everything you worry about one day won't matter so exactly it's it's all everything that you're thinking of is all in perspective to yourself in this like it's your perspective yeah like that's it and i'm not saying it's easy to change your perspective it could be it's like one of the hardest things to do it could be as i said yeah as you said sorry it's it could be one of the hardest things that you do, or it can be this epiphany moment, but just because you didn't get that epiphany moment and you find it difficult doesn't mean like it won't ever get better or you won't find a reason to kind of like enjoy your day or enjoy a certain memory or moment. Cause like, that's the thing, you know, like everyone deals with shit in their life 
some people have more shit than others and some people handle it differently and some people are more optimistic, some people are more pessimistic. But, like, everyone has to deal with shit in their lives and things do get shitty in everyone's life. There's no way to avoid that. But I, you just got to keep in mind that, like, you know, life is... It's long, but in the in the big picture, it's short. And life is what you make it, ultimately. Yeah. The way you deal with things, your mindset, your response to things, what you give power to have power over you, you know? It's, like, it's really all up to you. And it's easier said than done. But yeah. Of course, like, I'd, I never want it to come across... Uh, it, whenever it gets into this type of subject that it's like, oh, it's easy. Change your mindset. Oh, everybody has shit in their life. Fucking change, you know, you, just be happy. Like, it's not that hard. I, th- I think ultimately people need to at least know that it can get better. I don't I don't care if like you you can't find a way that you can get better. You just need to know that there is a possibility in this life that you have that it will get better. It could be tomorrow. It could be within a few hours. It could take years. But there's always a just a better spot to be in always. Yeah. And um, especially if you're young, yeah. if you're young and you think things are shit, it's like, I don't want to sound cliche. Like, well, you're young, but you are young. You know, if you're my age and yeah. you think things are absolutely shit, you've lived one fifth to one fourth of your life. How do you, and you know, all of that couldn't have been filled with shit. There's happy moments. So how do you know that it's not just cause you're young, you're, you'll get older. Life changes. My life will be completely different from what it is in 10, 20 years. Yeah, I guess my only this this is so weird, but I guess my advice would be to recognize that it can get better and then seek professional help so that they can help point you in the direction to get to that place. Oh, absolutely. Like Um, professional help is just 100 percent where people need to look because there's a stigma that, you know, going to therapy or getting help is. Well, I'm glad that the stigma is actually going away these days, but Mm -hmm. at least. Back when I was younger, when when you were younger, it seems like there was more of a stigma around mental health and around like um, going to seek help means that you have something wrong with you. Going to a therapist to talk about your problems means that you have a mental illness or you're crazy. And that's simply not the case. A therapist is someone that you can simply go to to vent about your problems. And it's someone that's specialized in problems you have and they can give you the tools you need to work around problems. I go to a therapist and I love going to a therapist. Almost everyone I know goes to a therapist. Like I'd say 50 to 75% of people I know go to a therapist and there's nothing wrong with that. So for people out there that feel like you have shit, it doesn't matter how big or small. If you have anxiety, depression, you're bipolar, whatever, like going to a therapist is seriously a life-changing thing that I recommend everyone does. I think everyone should see a therapist. And if a therapist doesn't work for you, that's no, like that doesn't mean that, oh, well, I've literally tried everything I can. Like there are other methods too. There are different forms of therapy than a therapist. Exactly. Well. There's a lot of different, a lot of different forms. You know, find something that works for you. And also, if you go to a therapist and it's not working, that probably just means that therapist doesn't work. There are tens of thousands of therapists. Yeah. They're not all the same. They use different methods. They're all different. So if you go to one and it doesn't work, try another one. Don't like, give up. I remember, like, there's one uh, therapist that I didn't like, and. It was mainly because her religious bias played a lot into the therapy sessions. Yeah. And, you know, I could let that taint that. But I, I had I late go moving on from that. I also had a better therapist. I've had a better therapist before her and I recognize that. And, um, you know, you just have to see that therapists are people with their own um, personality. And just like how you can't be friends with everyone you run across in the street. 
not every therapist is going to work for you. And also you have the, to find a therapist that you legitimately click with and are able to share something with. If you feel uncomfortable with a therapist, then maybe that's not the right therapist for you. So Because the, I guess one of the biggest things about going to a therapist is you have to be honest. Yeah. And you have to say things and you have to tell them stuff that, you know, well, you therapists and doctors, say. any any sort of medical professional. You have to you, be honest. You can't have you a can, bias like, oh, they, like, you don't want them to judge me. That's their jobs. They're a therapist or doctor. They're not going to judge you. You can lie to your friends. You can lie to your family. You can lie to whoever you want to. But just when it comes to mental health or any type of medical issue, I guess, but mainly talking about mental health right now, do not lie to your medical professional. Do not lie to a doctor. Do not lie to a therapist do not there do not you. do not lie to people who are um possibly prescribing you medications Absolutely. because there's a lot of information that you could be hiding from them that they need or would be beneficial for you in the end yeah um, so uh, i mean the whole point of those people is to help you and if you're not being honest with them you can't help yourself so yeah yeah and i don't i, I don't want to like put a damper on anything but uh, when this podcast goes out, it's going to be September 14th, and a lot of you already know that Matt and I had a friend uh, two years ago, back in 2015, um, Daniel Kyer, uh, just a, a great all-around friend. I don't know how to explain it. We all just clicked together. Uh, him and I moved. Friends. Yeah, him and I moved out here a long time ago. I knew him since high school, and um, uh, around two years ago, uh, September 16th. He attempted suicide and that started the ball rolling on a lot of people's lives changing and a lot of things being brought up into the forefront. And unfortunately, he did pass away September 18th, 2015. Um, I just want to say, you know, of course, I miss him. And, of, you know, there's a lot of people that miss him and there's a lot of people that are thinking about him currently and will always be thinking about him. But I also want to make room to remember what he did and how talented he was. He has a SoundCloud. So if, if you could go listen to some of his music, yeah, it'll be in the description links um, to his, the stuff he created and out of his passions will be in the description. And, uh, we did Syndigo look up that channel. Um, he was also on a, I think one kids with problems video, if not two. Yeah. 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 Um, there's, there's just a bunch of content with Daniel out there and I would hate to see his creative energy go with him i guess right. and i want to kind of yeah. keep it out there and i i, I uh, if i could recommend any song of his it's my favorite it's what if i'm right it should be on his soundcloud but it would seriously mean a lot if you at least tried to yeah. listen or view or just enjoy what he was able to bring to people before um he unfortunately passed away uh way too early i i miss him like crazy and it's such a tragedy what happened and that's the reason, you know, we got into this conversation is because, you know, we have an audience, we have a lot of reach and everyone deals with shit. So we just want to make sure that, you know, if you're dealing with shit, you can get help and there is help out there. So you're not alone in all this. So essentially, that's what we want to say. Yeah. And, and uh, of course, um, much respect to you, Daniel. I know it, it always feels weird talking to someone who's gone, but... uh I missed the hell out of him. He he had such a big impact on both of Matt and I's lives. Completely. And I, it's just, we want to make sure he's remembered appropriately and for uh, what he loved doing, which right. was music. I want people to remember him for what he did and not just for what happened to him. Yeah. You know, you don't want his memory to be lost in just sadness. Uh, we got a little serious towards the second half, um, which we don't usually do, but 
we did want to say that stuff and we want to remember Daniel. So um, thank you guys for understanding and listening. And um, we'll see you next week. We have a guest coming on next week. Guest, you guys will be not a planned guest, not a planned guest. It just kind of happened in the recording. It's, it's already pre-recorded. We yeah. already have it recorded. It's a really so, funny episode. Yeah. Though. So next week we'll be on a much more positive note. Um, some new branding. So that'll roll out next week. So this is actually the last podcast episode where you're going to see this, this, this lovely design on screen. Um, so it's like, you know, farewell to that. Um, but nice salute. Yeah. Did a little salute. <laughs> but but uh, um, see you guys. Sayonara. Say- that's not how you say it. Dude. Konnichiwa. No, it's sayonara. 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 So, never mind. I'm the fuck. Bye. <laughs>